Hi, it's Personal Effects. I'm Warren. I'm Alex. Where are we, Alex? Currently? Yeah. In the Cairo studio. <laughs> I mean, why do we have access to this place? Oh, because you work here. Yeah, I work here, and I work here with a lady named Rachel Bell. She came to us with an idea for a story, and it actually turned into two little stories. They're not the kind of stories we normally feature on the show. Yeah, we've had some heavy episodes recently, and this is kind of a breezy chat with a cool chick. I had planned not to do any more stories about me or you, Alex, until the next season. (laughs) But this kind of naturally evolved into a story about me. But let's start with Rachel. Here it is. I always struggle with what my title is. I guess I'm a feature reporter and a, quote, personality, which is just like a weird title to have. (laughs) I'm a personality. Um, So that's my primary job. And then I have a new podcast on Cairo that's called Your Last Meal, Mm -hmm. uh, where we explore the last meals of celebrities and talk about the history of the food. And then I'm a freelance food writer as well. this is cliche or not I always thought it was cliche that I lost my virginity on prom night when I was 16 I bought a dress and I got my first strapless bra and then I got some black just like plain black cotton underwear to match the top like at this time at least for me this was in 1996 like I was really into metal I was really into Pantera and Metallica namely and so I don't know. I didn't know about like, there wasn't like a sexy underwear. It was just like a black underwear and a bra. I didn't mm-hmm. know what I was doing. I wore um, like men's boxers sometimes over my underwear so I could sag my pants and I wore yeah. a chain wallet. Um, so I was pretty impressed that I had this like little matching set. Was it, was the dude metal too? Oh yeah. He was, he was a bad kid. His name was Matt. We had the same birthday, but he was one year older than me. He had the haircut. I lost my virginity to what is now a bad haircut where it was, well, actually this is now. Shaved on the sides? Yeah, shaved on the sides. Long with on the, top. Yeah, long on top with a little ponytail. I had that. So I think that I was tricked because we almost did it a few times. And then at the last minute, I'd be like, oh, I'm not ready yet. And so we wouldn't. And then Matt went to my best friend and said, I don't think that Rachel and I should have sex because it seems like it's a really big deal to her. And he it wasn't to him. He'd already done that before. So my friend told me this and I developed this like, I'll show him my virginity kind of attitude. And then prom night. Um, Our friend's parents were out of town, so we all spent the night over there, and I lost my virginity that night. And when I was in college, one of my best friends called me and said, you're never going to believe this. I just saw Matt on Jenny Jones, which was like a talk show that was still going on in the 90s. The topic was, I smoke pot with my teenage daughter. He was only like 20 or 21, but he was dating a woman who was old enough to have a teenage daughter. She was probably in her 40s, and they were on the show together talking about this. Um, When MySpace was still a thing, I looked him up, and his page said, 
thank you to everyone who supported me while I was on house arrest. So he turned out to be a real cool guy. I wish that I didn't lose my virginity to him. Like I kind of the same as like, I feel sorry for my past self because I wasn't ready. I don't think I didn't enjoy it. Like it wasn't so great. Yeah. You know, I think I was too immature and I was just trying to be cool. Like it was just like why I started smoking, like the same thing. I don't know. I think it was kind of lame. Like when I meet kids now and they're all mature and they're so nice and good. I feel like, what is, what was that like? Like to let people respect you. Your first time's not supposed to be good though, right? But isn't it, but it would have been nice if it was like a little more special between us. Like maybe I loved him or something. I like, I like that you were going to prom though. And there was a limo and you had your dress. That is like, that's true. It's very romantic. Like John Hughes. So, cut to 2010. I was getting ready to move to Japan for a year and teach English. And I was trying to get rid of a lot of my stuff before the move. And I recalled some dumb old Cosmo article I'd probably read a decade before that said, you should never have a pair of underwear in your drawer that you wouldn't want a man to see. And I had kept my bra and underwear from the prom all of this time from 1996 to 2010 because I am a sentimental clothes hoarder and I just thought it was kind of cool to have them. So I'm going through all my stuff and I end up, you know, in the underwear drawer and I'm getting rid of some underwear that I would never want a man to see. And then I see these underwear and I'm like, maybe it's time to just get rid of them. They're just like super old. So I got rid of them. I have regretted this decision ever since. I'm serious. Like, I don't remember anything else I've gotten rid of. I don't regret anything else that I've given to the Goodwill. I don't remember them anymore. I think about this quite a bit. Like, every few months, it'll pop in my head. Like, if I'm just going to get a pair of underwear or I see that bra because I keep it in the drawer even though I don't wear it anymore, it really bums me out that I didn't keep the full set. I think that he probably doesn't even remember me. Really? That would be my guess. No. We were together for four months. I lost my virginity to him. We broke up at the county fair. He worked at the corn dog stand, and we broke up behind the corn dog stand. His other real job was working at Wiener Schnitzel because apparently he was just in the hot dog industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he would remember me. I think that all of these stories for me are coming of age, and for him it was just like a drop in the bucket. I really, I'm a nostalgic person, I think to a fault, where I sometimes get stuck on times in my life and how great they were and the way that I interacted with people, and I wish it was still like that, and I have a hard time with, I'm a little Peter Pan syndrome like I have a hard time with getting older, um, and having to be adulty and not just having fun all the time. And so I think maybe that underwear and bra just represented this time in my life. And I just liked having those two pieces because I thought it was funny. I don't know. It's just kind of funny to have that. Well, I'm definitely that way too. Like I, I, I can't get rid of anything, especially if it like it's a big signifier to a particular period of my life. 
But yeah, I mean, like I've got boxes and boxes of just shit of boxers. boxers. Yeah, do you have do you have the boxers that you wore when you lost your virginity? No, I don't. But you know about my story about the boxers that I do have. Yes, yes, I do. So please share. Okay, so when I was fourteen, I got tickets to go see Tool, the band Tool. Yes. Um. And I kept my grades up like my parents wouldn't let me go if I had anything below a C. I worked really, really hard and I got these tickets and it looked like we were going to go. My grandmother on my dad's side passes away. And so that's the same week as the Tool concert. And so I just forget about Tool. I'm not sad, you know, all about that. I'm sad about oh, my I grandmother. Oh, I you weren't sad no, about your grandmother. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> I'm upset um, about my grandmother and we go to we go to Texas and I come back, and there were these two girls who rode the bus with me. Um, their names were Tasha and Tara. And they sat in the back of the bus with me and my brother. And I get on the bus, and I sit down in front of them. In my lap plops this pair of boxer shorts. And I look at them, and they are covered with the Tool logo. And they have, like, this blue smudge, like, all over them. Uh <laughs> Like, and were they made this way or they had altered they were, them? They were made this way. Okay. Like, like manufactured. And also, another thing that's interesting about them is that the, you know, the flap, the hole, yeah. sewn closed. And so I'm like, Tasha and Tara, what is this? And they're like, Warren, Tool stayed with us <gasps> on our farm because our uncle knows them, like went to college with the guitarist and they decided to drive out to the middle of New Mexico and... um stay on our farm and these are the boxers that Maynard James Keenan wore on stage the to night to the show that you missed to the show that I missed and uh we just we heard about your grandmother and we were really sad that you couldn't make to the show but we thought that you know this would kind of make up for it okay first of all that is awesome yeah on so many accounts that they knew him and then he stayed with them and they gave you the boxers. Mm-hmm. But like, isn't it kind of dorky? I have this thing, like if you're going to a concert, you don't wear the t-shirt of the band whose concert you're going to. He was wearing boxers of his own band while he performed. Yeah. It's so dorky. <laughs> well, the the logo that's that's on the, it's so small. I'll show you a picture. Um, I don't think you would be able to see that it was covered in the Tool logo unless you were like right up in his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> but did he forget them there or did he give them to her? They were I mean, cleaning this. Their... This to me, call me a cynic. Sounds like bullshit. Really? Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the well, odds like, of him leaving his underwear behind. He left his underwear. Tool came and stayed on our farm because he went to like that's craziness. Like that's uh, the, these are the imaginings of a teenager. No, no, no. Yes. Okay, so I went. Did to... you smell them? <laughs> Yeah. Did they smell like a man and just worn them? Um, Well, they're covered in this blue stuff, like this paint. I was able to look up on the very primitive internet pictures of Tool from that tour, and he's covered in blue body paint. Oh. That coupled with the fact that they are meticulously sewn shut by hand. So his dick doesn't fall out. So his dick doesn't (laughs) fall out. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Rachel. Thank you. This has been great. Anyone uh, seen my underwear? <laughs> Call 555-2424, which was the number that uh, Stephanie Tanner gave out on an episode of Full House <laughs> once. Alex. Hi, Warren. Look to your right. What do you see? That's to my left. 
(laughs) (laughs) I see a pair of boxer shorts with what I've been told is the tool insignia. Oh, from far away, it looks like there's blood on them. Yeah, there's some red, but you can see the blue, right? Yeah, I mean, I can see blue. I'm just trying to see what this red... Is it blood? Mm, I don't I don't think it's blood because You don't think we could clone Maynard with these? <laughs> There's probably some ball sweat on there we could do. Have you ever washed them? No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Um, Warren, you told me you told me this already, but can you just tell the listeners how these were displayed in your room? Oh, they were just like thumbtacked to the wall. But I had a picture that I printed out from the internet. It was like this JPEG, this really pixely JPEG of Maynard wearing. From your parents' like office printer. Like yeah. You went in, you <laughs> found the picture, you printed it out, you tacked it onto your wall underneath the boxers. There, Well, above. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> and so like basically the saddest teenage goth industrial alt metal i've heard it called okay you're all you're alt metal planet hollywood (laughs) yes (laughs) when people came over to your house were they like whoa a few people Mm -hmm. like my friend adam loved the shit hi adam out of the he was always like you should sell those to me for 15 dollars," and i was like fuck no I wonder how much I could get for them on eBay, though. These are worn by okay, Maynard okay. on the stage. Dick hole sewn up. Blood, possibly. What would you let these go for? I think $500 would be the bare minimum at this point. Your reserve is set for $500. <laughs> yeah. Our episodes usually come out on Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's the middle of the day on Monday. And we're still recording. Because... We had to get this last bit of information into this. Uh, For the last like week or so, I have been trying desperately to get in touch with Tasha and Tara, the girls who gave me the boxers on the bus. And it's we've just like missed each other or had miscommunication. And it it just looked like it wasn't going to work out. My prediction is, is that these were not, in fact, ever worn by Maynard. Okay, And I think they're like not prepared to come clean, which is the funniest thing considering they are dirty underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this morning I was getting the episode together and ready to put out, and I I get a text message from Tara. So this is what I wrote her. Hey, this will be my last try. Feel free to call me anytime today or just text me about whatever you remember about those boxers. More than anything, I just want to thank you for one of the more memorable gifts I've ever gotten, even if it's not real. So this morning I get this text. At the time... I was not a big fan of Tool. I only knew of them and went to the concert because my father and my uncle grew up with them in Illinois. My uncle stayed good friends with Adam Jones, and we went to the concert with my uncle. All I remember is the show was glow in the dark. (laughs) Afterwards, we met the guys in the band, and Maynard gave me the shorts. They were covered in glow stuff, lol. Chalk or paint, question mark, question mark, can't remember. In the next couple days, Adam Jones came out to my parents' ranch to visit. He fell in love with our pet goat, smiley face. (laughs) LOL. My uncle probably still is able to contact them, but we haven't talked about it. I knew you loved Tool, so I knew you would love the shorts. I'm so glad it means so much to you. 
moments in time that have amazing effects, exclamation point. And then she adds in a separate text, my uncle Joel is listed on the Anima album credits as an art and tech contributor. So Alex, what do you think? We should have called our podcast Amazing Effects. (laughs) We should have. No, but what do you believe? Do you believe me now that they're authentic? No, yeah, I do believe you. I do. Okay, because, I mean, you had me second guessing myself because you're right. Teenagers, they love to lie. My girlfriend in high school was this pathological liar (laughs) who told me all this shit about uh, how her brother was a vampire that she had to lock up in a coffin at night. His brother <laughs> didn't even exist. and uh, She didn't even have a brother? No, she had a brother. She oh, made okay. up another brother. Um, <laughs> oh. And also, she wrote me uh, poetry that just turned out to be Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac songs. And one day we were walking through a Sam Goody and Edge of Seventeen came on. And I was like, hey, isn't this your the song you wrote but she actually had an excuse in that she said she was friends with stevie nicks and she had sent her the lyrics even though that song was written when she was a baby (laughs) wow and then she kind of like stormed out into the food court and we stayed boyfriend girlfriend quite some time after that (laughs) okay so uh thank you so much Tara and Tasha for getting back to me and putting this putting this to bed. I'm thinking of maybe of putting the uh, boxers back up on the wall. You should. You should get one of those frames. Like now that you're an adult, you should get one of those glass display cases for them. Yeah. Make it a real. Because your wife wouldn't want tool boxers just tacked up to the wall. No, it needs to be classy. <laughs> exactly. Hey, let's thank my wife. Yeah. Thank you so much, Janelle Langford. You designed our wonderful website, which if you haven't been to is personaleffectspodcast.com. There you will see the designs she has done for every single episode and our lovely logo that we get compliments on all the time. If you want to see more of her work, you can find it at janellegraphicdesign.com. Oh, let's thank Fanny. Yeah, Nathaniel Bradford. He helped us find some of our story ideas. Thanks, buddy. I would like to thank my Aunt Pinky for being a supporter of the show and being a supporter of me in my life. You're just the best. She's a great aunt, but not a great aunt. The the normal kind of aunt. Oh, she's also a great aunt, though. Oh, to your daughter. To my daughter. Oh, she's, uh, take it back. Great aunt. A, is that a double entendre? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aunt Pinky. And last but not least, we want to thank Rachel Bell. You can find her podcast on iTunes. It's called Your Last Meal. We highly recommend it. Thanks, Rachel. You can email us at personaleffectspodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash personaleffectspodcast. Twitter at pfxpodcast. We'll be taking a brief hiatus. While we work on our Halloween episode. It's going to be real spooky. Till next time. Sayonara, suckers.